1: Frataloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1116, July 21st, 2023. 105 degrees on this day in 1934 and 49 degrees on this day in 1947. The swimming season is. uh, You still got half a swimming season left. You got to look at it that way in Minnesota. Get hold of Aquaside products. They'll make sure the rest of the swimming season is in a beach free of weeds and algae and unwanted vegetation and all of the gunk there that the kids don't like, and that's why they're bugging you and hanging out in the house, and you don't want them in the house, and get you don't the want them in out. the yard. Get them down to the lake. Well, here's what you do. You get a hold of the Aquacide products. They're made in White Bear Lake. They work quickly. They're very easy to use. They're approved by all of the correct environmental police forces. Uh, here's what you do. Get your cell phone, go down to your lakefront, stand there and call Aquaside and tell them exactly what you're looking at, what you're facing. They'll they'll help you understand that. They'll get you the right products and your beach will be uh free of weeds and stuff for the rest of the year. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350. Or go to Aquashide.com. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Haidt in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sucheroy. Before I get to the spam story, which I hope I... Oh, I was
2: hoping we'd kick things off.
1: Which I hope I haven't oversold. I continue to think it's the world's greatest spam story. I can't wait for it. It cannot be topped. Okay. Uh, I want to say how disturbed I am by the the movie Barbie. Now, I haven't seen it. I shouldn't say I'm disturbed by the movie. I don't know anything about the movie. But I look at the still shots and and I'm freaked out. What world is this?
3: what this is not for us,
1: right but is it in We're the United States what, what Where is Barbie driving around her little pink corvette? Is that Barbie made-up world? Yes Malibu alternate
2: universe.
0: <laughs> Malibu Barbie
2: you you either have to be a child or or a listener of My Talk 107 1 Bingo. to Absolutely. be into the Barbie <laughs> thing. accuracy.
0: 100%. In fact,
2: to the point, Kenny, where yesterday I had to go down and talk to our guy Roscoe about this, that, and the other. Lori and Julia were videoing a Barbie promo for their website. My
3: gal, who's a GLer and she doesn't know it, Don McClain, had to dress up as Barbie today. No. I by company order, and or? she sent me a picture. Hold on, I want to read what to you what I sent back. She sent me a picture of her and Brad, um, Brad um, Trainer, Brad Brad, 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 Brad trainer, trainer, dressed as uh, Barbie and Ken. And my response was medicated Barbie. And dower Ken. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because Bradley looks like he's going to kill somebody. He looks
1: really (laughs) angry.
3: (laughs) Well,
1: you have two blockbusters. You have Oppenheimer and Barbie. It's going to revitalize the theater industry. And I guess people are going to the movies with Team Oppenheimer on their shirts and Team Barbie. Uh, 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 So it tells me a couple of things. Okay. Okay. we're we're in trouble. What what the hell's going on? That you'd wear a shirt that says Team Barbie and go to a movie or Team Oppenheimer. If they had any brains, they would have combined the two. Yeah. Barbie Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah. Opera Barbie. Yeah. Um, then there's a story in the Tribune today about some local gal, fifty three years old, who thinks she's Barbie. She's driving she has a pink Corvette. Oh boy. And drives around and her house is done up like a Barbie house. No, no, well, I, I'm sorry. No, was, that's that's, that's not no go real. zone. It's in the paper. She's married. That's everything. unicorn. That's yeah. no go that's zone. Well, I'm just telling you, but I guess what what bothers me is I'm sure it's a very fun movie for the gals. They're all going tonight. All the little girls I know are going to it. Same that the ones that went to the Taylor Swift. Uh, Above yeah. the yeah.
2: crazy line, we have. The danger zone. Yeah. This is your redheads, your strippers, anyone named Tiffany, or hairdressers.
1: <laughs> this is where your car gets keyed,
2: you get a bunny in the pot, yeah, your tires right. get slashed, and you wind up in jail. Well, that's that. right.
1: That's the no-go zone. <laughs> Wait fifty three and she's got the Oh yeah here the it, pink Corvette. She got, nice, got a vet she had done is this a uh if I pulled into moment? the
3: driveway and I saw that I would I'd I leave. Would, I'd back out. I'd back she'd, out. she'd never see me again. Well, you'd, ever.
2: You'd have to say hey I forgot here. something
3: at home or do you just not even offer up that I, I pull into the driveway, I see all that, I back out and I'm never heard from again.
1: Maybe it was in the St. Paul paper. Am I making that up? Hmm I did see a story. I
3: I didn't see it in the strip. but I maybe
1: I I saw it on. uh, You know what I did? I saw it on one of the local news sites. Mm. Uh, And she's just having fun. She's just a gal having fun. For all I know, she's a GLer. Wait, I I don't know. Uh, I don't don't know. know
3: No, I'm no. She's not. She's not a GL. I
1: just hope the kids who see it aren't psychically wounded, Uh, wondering what what land is this? Mm -hmm. What it's a doll.
0: The doll. What's the storyline? What's the deal with this? What's the story? I don't know. I Ryan Gosling or who was it? Ryan Reynolds. Ryan I Gosling. don't know. I, I don't know why he would. Well, huh. oh, he probably cashed in. Well, no
2: dummy. Have fun. Kids. So wait a minute. So what you're trying to tell us is I'm going to the ball game. I know you. Are. We council. all are. It's going to yeah. be great. My my kid is already in his twins jersey. That's how excited he is for tonight's ball game. Anyway, so as high as you were last summer on how Top Gun Maverick revitalized the movie-going experience and how you thought, all right, this is a, at least a glimmer of hope that we are clinging to as Americans, right? You have the exact well, opposite the, feeling of this particular movie.
1: No, I don't think ill of this at all. I think it's going to be really fun if you're 11 years old. I get that. I, I, but I don't understand. Uh, I'll have to ask him, what was the plot? I want to know what the plot was.
2: Well, it's just fun, right? Isn't it just a make-believe? Because every girl played with Barbies at some point. You got a few Barbies laying around
3: your uh, home there, suits? 500.
2: Huh. And the they all belong
1: the to you and the wife? Yeah, they're all mine. Um, do the kids ever play with Ken? <laughs> yeah, I think we got some Kens. Well, I thought of a great line for a rock and roll song. Mm-hmm. She only liked the astronaut Barbie. I just like that as a line. Okay. I idea. You only like the. Hey, astronauts. Like astronaut when thing.
3: I was a kid in the seventies, I had the GI Joe oh, with yeah. the kung fu grip. Now wasn't that a movie? And um, oh yeah. yeah, my younger sisters had the Barbie and the Ken. Yeah. And I don't know how it repeatedly happened this way, but somehow the GI Joes would constantly kick the S out of the Ken. That's so weird. And he's always missing an arm or a head or a leg, and it was it was really grim. And then he would take
2: Barbie under his under his grip, wouldn't well, he? Well, yeah, they'd right. disappear
3: for a few days and then she'd show up <laughs> well, all like the <laughs> Naked
1: Barbie was the most fun. <laughs> like the Corvette in the movie that Barbie drives. Is it miniaturized? I, I'm very i I'm just having a hard time with this. I'm thinking though Is it a real vet? Picture here's what here's
2: what I should tell you. This is almost Willy Wonka. But for the eleven-year-old girls and their mothers. Okay, let's forget it. Right? I, I've, I've suspend reality and just welcome to Barbie's dreamland.
1: I guess it's Barbie's land. Is that the subtitle, Barbie's dreamland?
0: I have no idea. It's just called Barbie, isn't it? Barbie. Yeah, but here's what I want: in the show description, I want Garage Logic breaks down the movie Barbie, in the, as the first sentence. Joe, wait a minute. Huh? You need to ask him a question. I just thought of
2: something. What are you going, rookie? To rookie, look at me. You have to be 100 percent honest, all right? No lying. This is the truth tree. If you were not going to the Twins game tonight as a member of the Garage Logic Uh-oh. Town Council, Uh-oh. would you, the wife
0: and your daughters, be going to Barbie? I can honestly say there was talk about it. <laughs> there was talk about uh, it.. Uh, 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 uh.
3: Show's over.: Yeah, there was talk about it.
0: I, 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 I can honestly say I'm not going.
3: Show him but the it door. was
0: discussed oh that,
3: that that doesn't that doesn't even get discussed ever Kenny.
0: from Ken
1: <laughs> from <laughs> oh, no everybody settle no. down
3: no it's Kenny Ken with Jackass <laughs> Ass Hat or <laughs> anything Ken. it's it's not Ken
1: oh my god <laughs> not Ken, today should be Ken <laughs> well, from now okay US,
3: SOBs. <laughs> <US disgust. laughs>
1: settle down the world's greatest
0: spam, <sighs> spam I'm glad store. I got that off my chest oh
1: this is from the Palm Beach Daily News dated May 7, 2018. Okay. You ready? Mhm. The marriage of Seville Collins de Montenay Fitzallen de Deanan, Lord to Kenneth Lowell Harvey Oscar Johnson took place Saturday, January 14th, mm-hmm. 2017 in Palm Beach. The Reverend James R. Harlan, rector, was celebrant for the double ring ceremony, which took place at the Episcopal Church of Bethesda-by-the-Sea. Harold Pisher was the organist. The bride is the daughter of Eleanor Louise de Peverell Collins Lord of Palm Beach and Dr. Jerome Edmund Lord of Boynton Beach and Washington, D.C., The bridegroom is the son of Mr. and Mrs. Kenneth Lowell Johnson of Barnesville, Minnesota. The bride wore an off-the-shoulder vintage satin and beaded gown with a 10-foot train and an organza veil. She was attended by Sister Wallace Jennings de Pantloof Lord Dash Hart of Milton Keynes, England, and Sister-in-Law Maria Yip Lord of New York as Matrons of Honor, and her sisters Stavely Hampston de Hodenet Lord of Washington, D.C., and Dorian Warfield de Amour Lord of Minneapolis as Maids of Honor. Ella Louise Fitzwarren Lord Hart... Niece of the bride was the flower girl. The bridegroom was attended by the bride's brother, Hayes Alexander Fitzwarren, Lord of New York, and the bride's brother-in-law, Andrew Richard Hart of Milton Keynes, England, as best men. Ushers were John Buxton of West Palm Beach, Sean Stephen Osgood of Palm Springs, and Hayes Lee Collins, Lord of New York. The bride, who will be known professionally by her maiden name, is a graduate of the Fay School and Miss Porter School. She attended Mount Holyoke College and graduated from Georgetown University with a bachelor's degree in American government. Hmm. She was presented to society at the Infirmary Ball in New York, the Bachelor's Cotillion in Baltimore, Queen Charlotte's Ball in London, and the Opera Ball in Vienna. Austria. She is descended from the English Baron Folkes Fitzwarren, who was at the Magna Carta and is the subject of the famous thirteenth century manuscript The Romance of Folks Fitzwarren and of his father Guaran de Metz, the Lorraine noble who won the famous tournament at Whittington Castle in Shropshire, England. She is a member of the DAR, the Daughters of the Colonial Wars, the Society of the Friends of St. George's, and the descendants of the Knights of the Garter and of the Metropolitan Club in Washington, D.C. The bridegroom earned bachelor's and master's degrees in business administration from North Dakota State University. He co-founded and became the director and senior consultant of the International Education Consultant Group in Seoul, South Korea. He was formerly professor of marketing at Minjiang University in Fuzhou, China, and former finance and economics professor at the Qingdao University of Qingdao, China. The the bridegroom, a second lieutenant in the Civil Air Patrol and a member of Mensa International, is Director of Customized Training, Business Solutions, and Entrepreneurship at Riverland Community College in Minnesota. A spring honeymoon is planned. The bride is manager of the Spam Museum in Austin, Minnesota.
0: (laughs) Wow. And I...
2: Read that last line again, please.
1: The bride is the manager of the Spam Museum in Austin, Minnesota. Wow! <laughs> and she's also in comu- community relations at Hormel Foods. That
3: was that was like a Norm McDonald joke. Yeah. <laughs> was a Long, yes. long setup. Ten bucks too knock to it out of the ballpark with the punchline. The bride My is God. the manager
1: of the Spam Museum. In Austin, Minnesota oh, The couple is <laughs> living in Austin, Minnesota Now the, this was five, six years ago Bleeping Magna I wonder Carter, how they are doing Mesa I called Royalty I you, called what? the Spam Museum Yeah And I said, could you please I identified myself and I said Could you please tell me uh, Who your current manager is And it's uh, It's Seville Collins De Montanay Fitz Allen De and Lord <laughs> I'm not kidding. For real. (laughs) Do you think the family's proud? Of course, (laughs) of course. They're they probably made their fortune at Hormel. Oh, sure. Who are these people?
2: The only thing that could have possibly made that better is if she was the assistant manager. (laughs) (laughs) The bride
1: is the assistant manager of the Spam (laughs) Museum. No, you know, Dean and Lord, uh, we'd love to, you know, we should talk to her sometime. This is amazing. You have the Palm Beach Post going through this society wedding announcement that probably rivals any society wedding announcement in that newspaper mm-hmm. in terms of provenance. They but go all the way back to the Magna Carta. How how are
3: those written? Aren't they just, they're given to the newspaper, right? They're kind of like obituaries? Oh, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. This was, well, it, it, this does have a byline. Shannon Donnelly, Palm Beach uh, uh, Daily News. I thought it was the post. Palm Beach Daily News. And uh, she is the manager of the... That Spam Museum in Austin, Minnesota. Fantastic. Isn't that wonderful? She has risen to greatness How there can in this Austin? country ever wow. go under, if we have living here, people named Seville, Collins, Fitz Allen, D. Dean, and Lord? We got, there's people here that, uh, the, who are these people? Who are these people? That's the question.
3: The silent rich, the silent big money. W-
1: where in Austin could they live to complement their status in life. Is there a is there a a castle in in Austin? I see Reverse? a
3: I see a four hundred acre estate um <laughs> twenty minutes out of town.
0: I should ask my kid if they're ever talked about or if there is a palatial estate. Why? What he you know? Oh Austin, Minnesota. That's right. Yeah, that's right.
1: That was the whole point of this bit. Was it, it wasn't Austin, I, I Texas. She's the
0: head of the Spam
1: Museum in Austin.
2: Who I here
0: the assistant?
1: has been to the Spam Museum in Austin? I, I
2: have, I have not. not.
1: I have not. Well, congratulations, we, lady. I hope you have a great marriage, and uh, I think it's cool. I
3: have. You've got to get her on.
1: I think we should. Tell yeah. us about the wedding. Call her, Rook. She's on her honeymoon. No, this was five, five years, years ago. ago. Oh,
2: I
0: missed. Uh, that. She's still on her honeymoon. She's All missed. you
1: do is Google Spam Museum. The phone number comes up, okay. and uh, whoever I talked to yesterday was very friendly and answered that one question: "Who's your manager?" And she said, uh, "I think she might have had a different name for, her, like, you know, Fitz, Dil- Fitz Lord. They might have shortened it." For telephone purposes, but remember, in the in the uh, wedding announcement, it says she'll retain her maiden name. Okay. So, the manager, so no dash. So the manager is Seville Lord of the
2: Spam Museum. Well, yeah, with a name like that, why would you want to change it? That's a great name. Oh, it's a hell of a name. Yeah.
1: How would you a- like that name in town ball? Seville Collins de Montenay Fitzalan de Dean and Lord. Now
0: batting cleanup. Yeah. Well, um, uh, it's not my job, but I'll get on that soon. Um <laughs> just
3: yeah. for the fun of it. Matthew. Yes. Chris. Oh no. Not Joe.
2: What is the Magna, carter? Carta. Well, the Magna Carta.
0: I mean, pff, this is a whole Magna Carta. The is whole this is so society easy. wrapped into one. You got that, and, and then you group you've got them together. Your, you got your Suma, you got your, cart,
2: your Suma de Carter. Get your cart, right? You got to move, and then the Magna, and you know, the Santa the Magna. Ooh. What year did Benjamin Franklin write the Magna oh, Carta? Oh, that's that got to be right be before easily. the uh,
0: independence thing. Right before he had the key I don't think on he the kite. Did,
2: I... It's on the thing where they got struck by electricity, see and so then they it...
0: were making boats cuz the boats Absolutely. were so leaky. They had some magnets. They wanted to get some carts together. And then what happens? And
3: uh, Sooch, was he in France or was he in Philly when he wrote the Magna
0: Carta? Well,
1: he should have been uh, abroad when he wrote it, but sure. he wasn't. Uh, this was way before Ben's time. Yeah, oh. but this
0: oh. really upset the king. I mean, it was one of those deals where yep. the king is like, who's writing this crap?
2: And who the heck is Magna? And off what about this, this Carter family?
0: Off with his head,
2: Carter. I mean, Carter. Yeah, the Carter family. Well, let me go back to this. And that spawned Carter B, who is now a hip-hop artist, whose lyrics <laughs> w- never a- get scrutinized. Yeah. Bring I'm, a mop and like, a
1: bucket. I want to be... I wonder where I'd be if I had a staff. <laughs> <laughs> really, I wonder if I'd be a national, nationally renowned podcaster. You know where you wouldn't without be? Without a doubt. You <laughs> wouldn't be at the Twins game tonight. <laughs> no.
0: Because the king was like, "Hey, hey, what, where are you going?"
1: It was. The, let me give you a little tip. The Magna Carta Carter was a good thing.
0: Yeah, it gave people freedom.
1: Well, you're not terribly
0: See? wrong. I, I do know that, but freedom from what? L- listen from to these this. Uh, climate changes. What? What's going on? Listen
1: to this. The manager of the Spam Museum mm-hmm. is descended from the English Baron Folks Fitzwarren who was at the Magna Carta and is the subject of the famous 13th century manuscript The Roman of Folks, The Romance of Folks, Fitzwarren, and of his father, Guaran de Metz. Call this woman. It'll be just fun to have her pronounce all these people. Yeah. Right now, seriously. Go to the Google, get the spam museum, and you get the phone number. I'm trying to pay attention to the show.
3: We really should. I mean, today we should do it. What? Well, right? Before the, yeah, we and, don't want And anyway, released. the
1: Magna Carta that was twelve fifteen. It was way back. And basically said the king's not above the law.
2: Twelve fifteen, Rick. Right
1: after lunch.
0: Right. Why did they give the time? Let's take a break. I got the number. Yeah, and you call
1: seriously, and say we uh, would love to talk to the manager of the Spam Museum, Ms. Lord. Just do the MS thing because she's got 15 first names. Just go with Ms. Lord. Ms. Lord. Get on it right now, Rook, and we'll be back.
2: But first, I want to remind everybody about our friends at North American Banking Company. They deal with numbers every day, but you are never going to be one of them. If your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, then turn to the experts at North American Banking Company. They realize there's no shortage of banking options right here in the Twin Cities, so if you're tired of being just a number to your big national bank, then be sure to check out my friends at North American Banking Company, nabankco.com, nabankco.com. They have six locations to serve you. My location is over there in Roseville, but you can also be served by them at 50th and France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new branch in Maple Grove. They offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but with the service and the comfort of a community bank. They first launched back in 1998, and they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers, where you know your banker, and they know you. Well, a lot has changed since then. This commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities, that has not. So, nabankco.com. Check out their website, nabankco.com. Check that out today. North American Banking Company, member FDIC, is an equal housing lender. Hey, GLers. This is Pete Arnold from Hire a Pro. You know, the company that helps you be your own contractor so you can make the roofing company profits instead of the roofing company? I've got Chrissy here. So, Chrissy, why are you in my commercial?
0: You helped me replace my roof. How did that go? It went great. You educated us on how everything worked, showed us behind the curtain, so to speak. And after our $25,000 roof was replaced, we walked away with almost $6,000 for the work we put in. And what work was that? Uh, well, we got the permit and we picked the color. Hire Pro handled everything else. You did a great job. And I'm not even being paid to say that. If anyone's listening and has a storm damage claim, call them. Don't hire a roofer. Hire a pro.
1: That's awesome. I I appreciate the kind words. And I, I think you just made up our new motto. All right, Joe, you're up. So if insurance has approved your roof replacement, give these guys a call at 651-402-3400 or visit them online at hire-a-dot-pro. That's hire-a, and then put the dot there, pro. Wow.
2: I knew you liked this one.
1: Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Suchere. Oh.
2: I think we should just let this play out. Yeah. Well, you got another 28 seconds.
3: So, the account executive for the account Maple Grove Lock and Safe likes to send me text messages instead of emails. I find that very irritating.
2: Okay. Is that because he doesn't work with the company anymore?
3: (laughs) And he just throws me a bunch of stuff and expects me to work my magic around it. So instead of doing that, I'm just going to read what he said. (laughs) Dear Kenny, here are the new copy points to add to the 20% off I sent you. Can't be used together. Must say you're a GLer to get the 20% off. And actually, these are some pretty good copy points. And what I've gathered from this, there's two ways to save a whole lot of money at maple grove lock and save through the end of next week the franklin sale started actually a couple of days ago um and it ends on july 31st and the franklin 23 is on sale for 2949 that's gray marble with an e-lock and accessories the 40 Ah, uh, Franklin forty is three thousand seven hundred ninety nine, and the Franklin fifty four thousand three hundred forty nine. Those are incredible good deals, because they include the E lock and the accessories. The accessories are the dehumidifier and the light uh, light kit. Now you can opt for that deal, which in itself pretty darn good, or. You can opt for the 20% off deal. This is where you step up to Rich. He's the owner of Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Declare your status as a GLer. And he says, boom, 20% off in any in stock safe in the house. So you've got two deals going right there. You know, everything there is to know already about the Liberty Safe. Best thing made in America. Uh, fire protection is the best in the business, fully transferable lifetime warranties. And when you buy one from Rich at Maple Grove Lock and Safe, 6901 East Fish Lake Road, you can get professional delivery and setup. Uh, again, 20% off for GLers only. You can see it all at maplegrovelockandsafe.com.
1: Yesterday, in the wake of the breaking news at Cedric Alexander, by the way, we have called Ms. Lord. And it sounds promising that she could call us back. Yes, I think so. The, the gatekeeper there is very friendly, and she said she'd get the message to Ms. Lord. Uh, yesterday in the uh, in the development of the news that Cedric Alexander was leaving his job as public safety director in Minneapolis, not even a year into it, uh, led us into a uh, conversation about how the whole political class is really putting on a play. Right, and I've gotten some great emails that Downing weighs in with, I'd like to add to your idea that our leaders are part of a troupe, T-R-O-U, T-R-O-U-P-E, putting on a show. The show is very much in the spirit of an Elmer Gantry tent show or a Jim and Tammy Faye Baker TV show. They tell us we are sinners against our creator, in this case, our mother, the earth, rather than our heavenly father. But they can save us if only we give them our money. Meanwhile, they are the worst of hypocrites living high on the hog at our expense. And uh, how did he sign his name today? Well, he signed it, Bert. Uh, Bert had the same uh, uh, music man. Uh, is Elmer Gantry music man?
3: No, no. He was the Elmer preacher. Gantry was
1: a different deal.
3: Yeah, a tent preacher. Elmer right. Gantry was drunk. One of the greatest right. first lines of any book ever. Right,
1: Mister uh, Burt writes. Mister Alexander is the perfect example of a Harold Hill. See the Music Man. I held him in suspicion from the beginning, but I will come to his defense somewhat. It is very difficult to tell the truth and not be stifled, stymied, and stickled by the powers that be in this town. It may be that Cedric had some ideas but had trouble implementing them as they would have been viewed as political suicide by the current regime. It's possible he speaks the truth when he said he couldn't get anything done. Nonetheless, we are all standing here with our useless musical instruments in our hands. Hmm. Okay, he was the music man. Good theory. He was the music man. Could there be some truth that Cedric was the real deal, but his proposals... Would have violated the ideological bent of the city council and the little mayor. Maybe he wanted to get tough. And I'm not interested enough in Cedric to pursue him and get him on the air. So Uh,
3: I'll be honest with you. I it's the top story in the Star Tribune. Yeah, I I didn't read it.
1: Yeah, that's a really that's a really good theory, though. Might he have run up against? Such wokeness. We can't do that. We can't do that. That he said, what the hell's wrong with you people? There's a clue to this. There's a clue to this. Remember earlier on in his brief tenure, he was disturbed to find that there was no record keeping of money paid to so-called violence interrupters. Mm -hmm. And he basically was saying, wait a minute, check this out. You mean you're telling me? You're sending people out on the street who pretend to be stopping violence, and you're paying them, but you have no records of when they work and where and how much they've received. But the checks are being cashed, right? Because all that, all that was was the city buying silence, was the city buying protection, mm-hmm. was all that was. That was a phony deal from the get-go. So maybe he is the one in there saying, you got a lot of phony deals going here. And they're saying, yeah, we got to do it this way and whatever. And so he said, well, the hell with you. I'm 70 years old. I'm going to Montana. I'll see you later.
3: Here's a paragraph from the article I didn't read. In
1: an interview earlier
3: this month, Alexander said he hadn't been given the resources to overhaul public safety, but that he understood exactly what kind of new systems federal officials want for uh, want Minneapolis to adapt.
1: Well, I thought he was too greedy in his wish for resources. He wanted, you know, five people in public relations, and that's where it came to me that he was just a great BS
2: artist. But Initially, you're right, because initially he did provide a glimmer of hope that we thought, okay, maybe he's going to actually get down to business. Because the other part that was frustrating that kind of coincided with this, you, you saw the story out of New York, right? We're going to pay the protesters. for... Yes. Jo- what the hell is going on? Yeah, we're going to pay the protesters. Thirteen million dollars.
1: Mm-hmm. See, ya.
3: speaking of pay, what did we give him for a year of work? Because he came out of retirement to take this. So okay, wasn't it? No, no, he to? was uh,
1: no, no, he was up in the four hundred grand range. It's a good gig okay. if you get it. Yeah, yeah. I guess that was a little low. Now, where the city could could provide a ray of hope, it won't because they're putting on a play and they don't care about real life what they could do is not replace him it's a meaningless position they've got 15 people in charge of public safety it's meaningless so but they said a search for his replacement is underway why well they've got that why? 400k they need to spend are they, How long? No, long no, they no, take why help? are you going to hire somebody else well, how long are they taking applications to I don't know why don't you put in for it <laughs> You can go over there and tell them all about the Magna Carta.
3: (laughs) It's not immediately clear what potential severance package Alexander is entitled to under his contract. A city spokesman confirmed that he is eligible to receive half of his unused vacation as a cash payment and half deposited in a health care savings account.
0: the private sector does not do that. I guarantee
1: you, when you're as full of it as Cedric the Entertainer, he examined his out package about every way from Sunday. He, he's he got that nailed down. He ain't leaving without any money. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> what a gig. And so now they're looking for a replacement. Why? For the right. guy you to brought in too much heralded acclaim either was a hell of a guy who couldn't get anything done or he's the BS artist. So if he couldn't get anything done, why would you bring somebody else in thinking they can get something done if you are going to adhere to your woke ideology where you don't think criminals are criminals?
3: I've got to ask you a question because it's already bothering me like crazy. He's not really going to Montana, right? That was
2: a joke, right? Uh, No,
1: I read that that he wants to go rustle cattle and play cowboy or something. Maybe he's done that in the past. Really? Okay. And Kenny,
2: you mentioned not reading the article, which I obviously didn't either. But it would be interesting just to see how how much the Star Tribune was willing to spin this woke nonsense in in relation to this story.
3: Oh, they're they're this is a big. They love him. They love him. They love Cedric. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's no criticism in here whatsoever. Oh, here I
1: found the salary, 334000 Oh, I thought it was more than that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, off goes Cedric, and now they'll bring in somebody else, which I think is stupid. Of course, what I think is going to be i exactly would do that, the opposite uh, of the date. Right.
3: Well, what would you take for that job? I know what I'd take for that job. What would you take?
1: Uh, I don't want that. I could not work for the city. For three hundred and thirty-three. Absolutely not. Absolutely, oh, not. take
3: every penny of that, and I would start kicking ass from
1: sunup to sundown. Let me tell you something. You are just as qualified as anyone <laughs> no. they're going to hire. He's more. <laughs> Kenny's yeah. more yeah. qualified. They'll get another
2: failed Academy my... <laughs> BSer.
3: Here's my qualifications. My cousin
2: is a cop in Henderson, Nevada. Boom. boom. got <laughs> right. him in. The city agreed, talking about New York City, Agreed Wednesday to pay $9,950 to each of the more than 1,300 protesters arrested by New York police officers during the riots between May 28th and June 4th. Of, that of,
1: is, 2020. of, that of is, 2020. Of 2020. Of 2020, sorry. These were George Floyd riots. That
2: is insanity.
1: Yes, this country is in, in very poor condition. It's led by very unqualified people. And it's you, led by people who don't like the
2: United States. And the mayor <laughs> yesterday, it was it yesterday the day before, said, Quit sending, we're out, we're out of room for uh, the migrants that are coming here. We're, 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 they're putting them up in hotels. That city is think, a disaster.
3: Do you think they're sitting around going, I, I got to figure out a way to trick a Minneapolis cop into punching me in the face?
1: Do you think none of that would surprise me? That would not surprise me. What do I got to say in order just to get a couple teeth knocked out? Now, the five, I will give this to Channel Five's news at 10 o'clock. Okay. Uh, they do have news, unlike Channel 4, CBS. They don't have news anymore. They're they're up at the lake pretending they're fishing, okay. and they look at large butterflies. and <laughs> They have nothing compared to Channel 5. Channel 5 will give you a block of news. And, and if you name the gal, I'll know it. Name some of their reporters. Uh, I don't watch them, so I don't hear I'll, uh, I'll I only know the morning
3: the uh, morning reporters. Keep
2: go with your story also well, They had
1: a weird story last night about a an ex Minneapolis cop who reapplied to join the force okay. despite a very problematic background he had. He ex- and you'll all remember the case. He he accidentally shot one of his own cops hmm. within the last 10 years. Okay, And uh, no, even maybe longer than that. It was about 2006. Mm-hmm. Uh, come on, let's do some homework <laughs> I'm it on the right Google. I, don't remember. I got it right let's here. Go it right here.
2: Her. You're looking at Kirsten Swanson. It was
1: Kirsten Swanson. She did she... the
2: story in January. Charles Stroly found a job posting that Piqued his interest, it was for a civilian case investigator in the Minneapolis Police Department. He believed the temporary position was a good fit for his skills since he had previously worked for MPD as a sworn officer. But Strolley also worried that his history with the department could be a barrier he applied anyway, with one caveat. I said, before we get into the process, I just want you to know who I am, he said in an interview. In the age of Google, who can hide who they are? According to the emails provided to five Eyewitness News investigates, Strolley disclosed to MPD background investigators multiple high-profile incidents he was involved with during his time at MPD, including an officer-involved shooting that resulted in the largest monetary settlement in Minneapolis's history at the time. But despite those admissions and his application being sent up the chain of command, the city offered Strolley the job. Even he was surprised.
1: Okay, can, can, mm. can you give me the name of the officer he shot? Because you'll all recognize the name. Tyler Timberley? No, you'll all recognize it. It was a very short name, like Ty Ho or something. And you'll recognize the case. But the point I'm making is this guy sounds like he was out to make the cops look bad. I'm applying for this job. They shouldn't hire me. And look what they did. They kept moving my application up through the ranks of the bureaucracy and so he calls, I presume he calls Channel 5 and he said, look what I got here. I shouldn't be hired as a cop, but they're willing to hire me. So I don't know what's going on here. If he was uh, setting himself up to be uh, a citizen of the week or what? Yes.
3: I have the name. You're going to have to help me with the pronunciation. D-U-Y,
2: first name. Dow. N-G-O. Dow No. I now remember the yeah, story. Yeah, Dow No. Dow No. Mm-hmm.
1: Or Day No, Dow I think
2: it's pronounced
1: Dow, Dow-no. but I'm
2: willing to be correct.
1: And they were what? They were uh, whatever. Uh, he he was big news at the time. And No got a big settlement. And and now this guy comes back. He, he sees this job opening. Why would he queer the deal for himself?
3: Uh, he wanted to make sure... Sh- he- I'm not trying to sabotage my application he wrote in an email well, to sure, the back yes. well wait no, to the background been- investigator however you will have a lot of work i want to make sure these items are addressed before we begin because if you remember just
2: last week
1: yes i know the timberlake yeah. guy that yeah, I was referencing yeah, yeah. yeah
2: because it sounds to me
1: like he was just simply trying to provide
2: transparency right yeah it doesn't sound like he was trying Well,
1: okay, he's trying to provide transparency, but when his application kept moving up towards approval, he calls Channel 5 and says, look what's happening to my application.
3: You know who talked him out of it?
1: His ex-wife. Talked him out of what? Taking the job. job.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, okay. They apparently the... still get along. Hold on, I isn't I
2: this a it. further indictment of Brian O'Hara? <laughs> Brian O'Hara authorized and then backtracked when they hired Timberlake and said, Oh, no, I had nothing to do with it. You guys are missing my point. No, I'm
3: getting your point. I'm
1: not sure if I'm buying it, though. Well, my point is the guy sees a job with the coppers that fits his lifestyle right now. Yeah. yeah. And he applies for it. Yeah. And uh, much to his astonishment, it keeps moving up the ladder towards him getting hired. Sure. So. So then he decides to tell us about that. I'm telling everybody. Is he, is he being a good citizen or what? I I was puzzled by the story, but I found it See, fascinating. See, I think your, your
3: question lies with uh, Kirsten, and she's a really good investigative reporter. Did
1: she yeah. find this Why out? Why would she turn this down? This was a nope. hell of a story for did, her.
3: Did Kirsten find this out and seek him out, or did he contact her? Because to me, reading the story, Joe, it looks like all he wanted to do was make sure all of these things were addressed before he was hired.
1: I got the impression that he contacted her. Okay. Because at one point in her interview with him, uh, she said something to the effect, I'm paraphrasing, she said, why are you telling us this? Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. I'm paraphrasing. She said something to that effect. All right. It's a grilling weekend in Minnesota. It's going to be a grilling week. The temperature's going to heat up. Get to Gronhofer's, load up. You'll be ready for the week. And if you're going up north on 35, get off at 97. See, I've been always saying 35E, but an emailer said... You know, the 35s join each other before Forest Lake. You don't have
2: to say E or W. It's just 135. Get off 35
1: at 97, go east a couple hundred yards, and there's Grunhoffers. Load up your cooler, get back in the car, get up to the lake. The original Grunhoffers location is on Highway 61 just north of Hugo. For the brats, the steaks, the burgers, the pork, the ham, the bacon, whatever you want, they have it. Rookie is, uh, you never gave us a report on the money you sent up there with your kid. He came back with the good stuff. He
0: came back with, yeah. He had wild rice brats, oh, beer brats, mm. regular brats, and rookie burgers, and jalapeno cheese brats, which those were the two favorites. The um, the beer brats and the... Um, Jalapeno cheese brats. And
1: all of the beef at Grunhofer's is Minnesota farmers, Minnesota-grown beef. Love that. So uh, you can't go wrong. 140 different flavors of brats and all of the other delightful things you can take up to the cabin or just back to your sustainable urban core in the city where grilling is still allowed. (laughs) <laughs> despite climate change. It'll end one of these so days. So far. <laughs> so start grilling while you still can, and if you're going to grill, grill Grunhoffer's old-fashioned meats. And may I put in a, a reminder that tomorrow at EcoFun Motorsports, there is a, a great day of sales of e-bikes and Vanderhall Roadster testing. That's You, you go right on 97, you go east on 97 to Grunhoffers. you go west on 97 to EcoFund, and there'll be Grunhofer's products at EcoFund oh, all man. day tomorrow. That's a- Not only available to take home, but cooked right there. It's a bonanza. It's a hell of a weekend up Forest Lakeway with Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats.
2: Not a garage logic town council member. Here's what you're missing.
3: Just keep shoveling, the man. Joe eats fast. I've noticed Uh-oh.
2: that. Okay, they're hasty. Are you <laughs> spitting the seeds <laughs> into your lunchbox? <laughs> what do
1: you want me to do? Throw them on the floor? <laughs>
2: You are a hayseed.
1: You're
3: the hayseed. He's the city at hayseed. He is.
1: You want me to spit the seeds on the floor? He's
2: like Jethro Clampus. (laughs) Hey, go out to the concrete pond. Do it again. I want want the sound effect. I got your mic up. Come on. Give us a good spit. God, that's crass.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Jesus.
4: God. Oh my God. <laughs> what a Neanderthal. Go behind the scenes of Garage Logic
2: with unfiltered audio and video access, invites to exclusive events, an emailed newsletter from the mayor himself, and more by signing up at garagelogic.com.
1: Is Kenny
0: got some? Reavers does. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. It's so hot. How hot is it? You need some water. Ice cold
2: water from Hofferman and Kinetico. You know, I think I've said this before. The most underrated part of my drinking water system that I had installed with Kinetico and Hofferman, you get the best ice known to man it clear? Oh, crystal. Yeah. Crystal clear. That's the way to do it. So get on the schedule right now. What are you waiting for? 952-894-4040. If you've been thinking about making the switch, and it doesn't matter if you want a drinking water system, an iron rust, or odor filtration system, or you're looking at maybe a new water softener, well, the good people at Hofferman and Connecticut, they're going to take care of you. I made the switch years ago, and I'm so glad I did. I noticed an amazing difference in the quality of my water. So get on the schedule right now. Summers, you know, that's... Let's go here. HoffermanWater.com. If you go on their website, you can see everything that they have to offer for you, your family, and for everybody. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please tell them that you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast.
0: Here's today's ray of hope.
2: Time out before right. you do that. Yeah. Oops, sorry.
0: Kristen Swanson responded to me. I said um, initially, "Hey, uh, it's Rook from Garage Logic. We want to know: Did the former cop seek you out, or did you seek him out?" She said he reached out to us and decided to come forward after learning earlier this month that Officer Timberlake also had discussed his past before being hired by the MPD. Oh, well, there you go, Kirsten. So, so I'm right.
1: He reached out to Kirsten. Kirsten, how do you say your name? Kirsten. Is Kirsten. K-I-R. K-I-R.
3: K-I-R. Oh, I, I right don't Joe. have a pro- yeah. I don't have a problem with that, Such.
1: I,
2: I I just don't. I just don't what is he up to? No, nothing. It's nothing. because he said right there, because of what happened with the Timberlake situation, he did also want that to become a story. Oh,
3: okay. He's bringing to light that there's some sort of glitch in the system okay. at, at the hiring department, HR, whatever it is over there.
1: Well then they should hire him. And you were right. Or he not reach out to them. Yeah. Oh, here's the Israel Hope. Right. Joe, I ventured down to the lovely little town of Coates, Minnesota, Oh. to watch. Where is Coates? Right on Fifty Two, oh, just yeah. north of Hampton. Well, it's virtually, right past uh, the old
0: strip club. It's right not there, there. anymore. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. Okay, you checked. I know. <laughs> okay. You
3: ever go in there? Uh, years and years ago. <laughs> the best is when it's still. I light didn't out. get
1: ten yards in. Uh, the of carpet
3: was squishy. <laughs> I mean, it was gross. I had to wear hip boots in there. <laughs>
1: The, the Reverend James Whalen, who I've referenced many times yes, over the years. Father Whalen. That was his parish. Coat? The strip yeah. club.
0: No, it not a strip
1: club. There was a church there. Uh, where was I? Here's today's
0: Ray of Coats.
1: I ventured down to the lovely little town of Coats, Minnesota, to watch <laughs> the grandson play a game of T-ball on Wednesday evening. An evening watching four-year-olds run the wrong way after hitting the ball and making sand piles by second base gave me a little taste of life for you trying to run a podcast each day. Come on. (laughs) The young boys and girls truly seemed to be enjoying themselves, which was worth the drive on a beautiful summer evening. Before the game was played, a truck was lined up next to the field with a DeWalt speaker and microphone at the ready. The boys and girls on each team, along with the coaches, lined the first baseline and faced the flag blowing gently in center field. The parents and grandparents rose from their lawn chairs, and we all proudly sang our national anthem. Hmm. A fine evening spent away from our country's tallest buildings, Jason Benson.
0: Nice.
1: Now, I, I can add to that. I went to watch a game at Creighton the other day. Okay. And it's uh, uh, kids, I think, uh, maybe about to be juniors. All right. And it was some kind of Legion League. Sure, VFW or Legion? Yeah. They play rap music. They got music between innings.
0: Um, An old Denning Field? Yes.
1: Dennis is turning over in his grave. Turning
0: over in his freshly prepared grave. Yeah. Um, I,
2: I hate to break this to you, Joe, but Why? it goes down to ages much lower than that. Why? So. Why? What's the reason? That's what the kids. Do walk, they have? Uh, and I'll I'm say not this, talking walk-up music. I know, I'm, 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 I'm just I'm, I'm talking well walk music. Was not walk-up music now walk-up in between music. innings. Yeah. I got yeah. news for you. I've wow. I've attended probably seven million baseball games this summer of all ages. Seven it's, million. That's it's, a lot. It's all over the place. Well, did you, did you
1: a ton? Did you attend a ton of games? That's a lot, too. i just a saying, it, it, goes, it?
2: it goes much younger than, than 10th and 11th. This, a, this is un, uncalled for. This isn't needed, and it's
3: stupid. My 11-year-old
2: son's team wanted to do walk-up songs. I was the only Are one that voted against me? it, and I was told to just be quiet about it.
1: I did approach various people and ask them, what will this cost me in terms of a donation to get rid of this music? Yeah. How, were you? How was that, Matt?
0: Were they playing Pound Town? No. No, okay. That's a real
1: hole. No, they weren't playing Crown Town by Sexy Red. (laughs) So they turned down. uh, You were offering them to pay them. I was being somewhat facetious. I was saying I'd I'd pay to have this stopped. Not that I'm trying to be that guy, but you know what? the, The. The kids apparently like it. What do I care? I was just there yelling, get off my lawn.
2: But here's what I'll say. Because I know, Kenny, you're having the same outrage right now that I had a few months ago. But here's, I guess, the conclusion that I came to. You know what? Baseball needs more kids playing the game. If this keeps 15 kids in each grade to keep playing baseball, then I agree with you. I agree with you. But you know what? Um... If it keeps more kids interested in baseball, then I guess this is a forward. big
1: pile of St. Paul kids Where, playing a big pile of Woodbury kids. This
3: is what you need is instead of offering to donate, you need to bribe. Where is the control room for? Where is this music coming oh, from? Oh, I
1: know it was coming from. You
3: walk right up to that dude and you hand him a hundred dollar bill. Hundred dollars. If you turn that off and and How it's broken, the kids like it. It's broken for the the whole. It's just it broke. It's not working. Hundred the, kid, the
1: kids running it are sitting right there next to the dugout.
3: You know. Give you a hundred bucks. Yeah. That, that
1: field was in wonderful condition. That is a great part.
0: Jimmy O'Neill, yep. former coach, he's taken over the Post reins. The from Dennis, Dennis took care of it too. Yeah, yeah, he did. And then Jimmy O'Neill took the reins. Wait over Wait a minute, he doesn't. Jimmy doesn't coach anymore. No, he's retired. Oh, I didn't know that. But he's uh, he's still around the game, and he takes care of the field. And actually, he, he doesn't do it on his own. There's you know the players help out as well.
1: Well, this is sports-related. Why don't we bring in the big boy? Okay, sounds good. And take good. a timeout and go get Patrick on the phone. But I want to travel.
2: What if I want to travel this time of the year?
0: That's the one you wanted? Yeah. Okay, I thought you scratched out the other one. Uh, if you do want to travel, uh, you can travel this year, and you can get in touch with Escape With Us Vacations. They have got their wonderful vacation planners, Teresa and Maria, and their staff at com can send you uh, Naples, Florida, Washington, Vancouver, wherever you want to go, and they will take care of everything. Why should you not book on your own? Because if you book through a third-line party, you might not be able to get your money back. You might not be able to talk to someone if something goes wrong. That's why you use a travel agent. It's cheap insurance. Now, to what I really want to talk about. I want to talk about next year, Escape With Us Vacations. I'm leading a tour, an eight-day cruise from Split to Dubrovnik. And that's Croatia. That's where they filmed Game of Thrones and stuff like that. It's a really neat trip that my sisters have been on already in the past, so they're seasoned veterans. They ain't no rookies. The Adriatic King. It's a beautiful ship, and if you go to escapewithusvacations.com, you can see the perks and actually see what you're buying, what you're getting included. It's a wonderful trip. I'm very excited, but the trip is almost full, so on that ship, you might want to call today and uh, tell them that the Rook sent you, and I'll give you the phone number, but you should go online and see Exactly what's going on. Six five one seven eight eight forty three thirty eight. If you want to live with me for a week plus a day, go to escapewithusvacations dot com.
2: Since 1985, Air Mechanical has served the Twin Cities for their heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical needs. They can also help you with drain cleaning, duct cleaning, and indoor air quality, serving the entire metro area. From general maintenance to full install, they got you. Furnace installs, boilers, heat pumps, garage heaters, and more, Air Mechanical employs top trained tradespeople in the state of Minnesota. They operate with full integrity. They do things the right way, not the easy way. And their Total Solutions membership is like having Air Mechanical on retainer. Keep all of your home maintenance needs in one comprehensive. Comprehensive membership. Select one tune-up a year and enjoy benefits like discounted maintenance, repairs, service, and equipment costs. Catch problems before they arise and keep your home's mechanicals running smoothly. We'd love it if you gave Air Mechanical a shout-out for any heating, cooling, plumbing, or electrical needs. Call or book online at thinkami.com. That's thinkami.com. E for you.
1: Are you watching the Open?
5: Uh, not a lot of it, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I wonder, uh, Justin Thomas, you know, is playing in the 3M Open. I think he'll be able to leave today, right?
1: Uh, the, he didn't have a good day yesterday. He had a nine on one he, hole. He too.
5: He's hit. What happened? He's horrible. He I can't don't know. do anything. He can't hit the ball at all. I bet his dad his dad and coach is uh, getting a little grumpy probably.
1: Get They're having go. really wonderful weather given where they are.
5: Yeah, it's unfortunate.
1: <laughs> but it's supposed to turn foul tomorrow. It's supposed to rain okay. and get windy.
5: Well, that's what happened uh, in uh, 2002. The first two days were delightful. They shot wonderful numbers and then they, the morning started nice and then uh, it turned into a storm and they just kept playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blowing and raining, and they just keep playing unless the course gets soaked. So,
1: did you watch the end of the Twins game yesterday? Uh, I don't think ninth did. inning. Oh, no, what what happened? Which Lopez is the reliever? The oh, one that well, had to leave for mental Jorge. I think he, he, had, he had, had to batter. hit four batters.
5: <laughs> I know he's, he's, he's back in the. You know what? One of my great embarrassments. I love the guy. I was. Taking a victory lap in April when he didn't, when he had ten perfect game, and he's he's gone. He's like you know, put him in the psych unit. But keep keep a watch on him. There's something wrong here. He Hit four batters,
1: if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah
5: it's unbelievable how bad he is. He's unusable. And when he does throw a pitch over the, he does throw a breaking pitch over the plate. It's hit me, hit me, hit me, please hit me. It's mm-hmm. uh, awful. They should have a good crowd play. tonight
1: for the whiteys.
5: Yeah, the Whiteies are terrible. I know, but a beautiful Friday got, night. Yeah, they got their whole team back too. Yeah, they should. This is uh, this is uh, this is when the farmers don't have anything to do and they used to come to town of course. Now they're terrified that they're going to be uh, that they're going to see uh, uh, some youth uh, driving fast
2: or something. Well, we're going to have at least 6,000 town council members join us at Target Field this evening. That ought to be fun. mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
5: Should I come down there and drop an F bomb for him just for old times? <laughs> I, think <Yeah>. <laughs> I think you should.
0: Hundred percent. Yeah. That way they don't tonight? Have to wait till Monday. Yeah. Are you going
2: tonight? <laughs> I won't have
5: to. Yeah, I'm going I'm going to the game. I'm. Yeah. I'm actually got. Uh, I'm writing a column on the Canadian, the guy who can hit Julian. Yeah. Uh, that kid, that can
2: he, he can hit and he can't
5: field, which is a unique, uh, unique situation.
2: But mm-hmm. uh, who misses Luis Rise when we got Eddie to do that, huh? Eddie? Yeah, well, Rise was a gold glove compared to this guy. But this guy can hit. There's no
5: doubt about it. I talked to his uh, you know, I talked to him. They they put him on their Canadian 18-and-under junior team when he was 15 years old. And they go down to the Dominican Summer League and play Dominican Summer League teams. And uh, they just baseball Canada. And uh, and uh, he could barely speak any English when he got him there as a 15-year-old. He, was, he grew up in a Totally French family, and they all talk French. And uh, it was uh, he's from Quebec City. And most of the players come from Montreal, but he's from Quebec City.
1: Do the Twins still have Polanco, and where is he? He
5: uh, he did a rehab game for St. Paul two nights ago. Uh, he's he's, in, he's ready to join the Twins because he batted four times and struck out three. Hey. So he's, uh, he's, he's ready right, to go. Right, we, can, <laughs> we can get her going. And then uh, he didn't play last night, so I assume he's going to play tonight somewhere. But it, they said it's going to be a – it sounds like they're going to make it a 10-day process, but I don't know what they're going to do when they get him back because, you know, they can't – this kid's got to be in their lineup. So, and he unfortunately he got Buxton DH and so you can't DH him. So, they have to find some place to play Julian. I, I don't know what the heck they're
1: going well, do. Well, Buxton's no help.
5: Nope. You know what? I I forgot. I feel bad that I uh, stopped watching last yesterday because I missed the historic occasion when they had their thousandth strikeout oh. of the season. Oh boy! Uh, when, when did it, it came? It came kind of late because they got a thousand and two now, which is pretty dang good when you consider you're not even two thirds of the way through the
2: season. That uh, you're not even close so, to two thirds. So when you through. get to a thousand, Pat, on July twentieth, do you ask for the baseball? I mean, what do you
1: do? <laughs>
5: I think you should. I gotta look up and see who got it. I didn't. Uh, it was. It had to be the third to the last strikeout of the game. What's
1: that. the record? I wonder. Are, are, oh, whatever the twins record, are going to do. Is this record in play? Oh yeah.
5: Oh yeah. they Nobody's ever made sixteen hundred, and we're on a pace for over seventeen hundred. Wow. <laughs> and, but, what an we honor. Gotta keep, we got to keep Joey. You know, we, if we don't keep Joey, then we could. Kind of,
1: might not you know, get who, the record.
5: Who's our edge, we might not get the record. But I think I think we'll get the record because did they strike out uh, twenty seven times the last two games? Right. They, even when they won the game and looked oh. really good Wednesday night, I think they struck out thirteen times that
2: game. So that's over. Okay. That's almost half of the outs in the game.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Holy well, crap. yeah, they've had. Uh, Oh if you
5: I, I should count them up I, I will have them to tonight uh, the double figure strikeout games. they gotta have
2: 50 of them, don't they? Oh at least yeah. yeah that's amazing. So can we do the K counter instead of how we do it for a starting pitcher at target field? Can we do it for our guys? <laughs> yeah
5: for I have somebody up. I should have somebody up there putting up them. <laughs> The, the one, the poster, the case up, up on the second deck. You know, like uh, when you post, they used to post the case. So I think do that for them.
2: Well, I've got yesterday's box score up, and I'll let you guys guess because we've got one, two, three, four. We've got five guys that struck out twice yesterday, including your guy Julien. Yes, he did. Uh, Farmer, Castro, Buxton, and Kiriloff also struck out twice yesterday. So did was... Gallo
5: get a, Did Gallo get enough? He only, he, he
2: only had one. He only had one strikeout yesterday. About to draw on a walk or something. You know the
5: thing I've noticed about Julian Kidd, though, he'll take some third strikes, but he's always right that they're not in the zone. But he's not. You know, he's they're always actual balls, but they're like like too close to take ones. But he's. Uh, I think his eye is, uh, you know, his batter's eye is pretty fen- phenomenal because every time uh, he gets called out, he, he'll turn around and look at the umpire and it'll, it'll be a little bit out of the box. But, you know, you got to you gotta take into account that they might call him if it's two inches off the plate. So. Hey, we had a little life in the Vikings world. Oh yeah, that is pretty impressive, isn't it? One forty right there.
1: On One forty in a Lamborghini I mean, SUV.
5: And he's going east on up by Dale there. So right. Yeah, I hope he isn't going to take that corner and go up thirty-five north. That would have. Uh,
1: What's a Viking I mean, doing over in Saint Paul? There, none of them ever come across this side of the river. I have a, I have
2: an opinion on that. I think it is a term that you two coined years ago. Undefeated.
5: Really? Well, he was either going away from it or going toward
2: it. <laughs> he was either running right. from it or right. he was going <laughs> to towards running it.
0: Running at it. Here's my theory. <laughs> my theory is he made a little stop on uh, Concord yeah. Street in Invergrove Heights, then hopped on 52 to get to 94.
1: Invergrove.
0: What do you think?
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Maybe. I don't
2: know. They I, don't, I don't follow you. That's the King of Diamonds, across oh, from Toritos. Oh, oh. Yeah,
3: uh, They sent him done. home, though, right? They didn't take him in. You don't get arrested for that, do you?
5: I. They should have probably put him in the hoose cow, but I don't. He wasn't under the influence. He just wanted to go. He was under the influence yeah. of
1: something. He was well, you're mesmerized. Right. Either running yeah. from it or trying to get Sometimes to it. Sometimes <laughs> that happens. Yeah. <laughs>
0: hasn't been there. Maybe but he shows
1: me nothing. Maybe if you're going to spend that kind of money, get a real car, not an SUV. Yep, it wasn't an SUV. It was a Lamborghini. Yeah, but Lamborghini, preposterously enough, makes an SUV. Oh, really? Well,
5: yeah. Did you see the sticker on this, baby? 240. 235. 235,
0: 235, 235. man. Well, it's 240 yeah. if you get the deluxe battery. Right. <laughs>
5: He uh he's the guy, you know, while these guys get drafted and they're all uh you know, oh, I'm so happy to go join the Vikings and they're such a great organization. Did you see his opening quote? Uh-oh. No. Let's get paid. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We needed one of these guys. I'm so damn happy. I can't stand it. Considering he didn't kill anybody or himself. Do you right. think I,
3: a, a, a guy would hope that he's still, no matter what he's making, living paycheck to paycheck? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just oh, spending yeah. every burning
5: sp- it, it up.
1: Yeah. yeah. So well, he got a hell of a signing bonus.
5: Thir- yeah, and a thirteen's guaranteed unless he does something stupid like this and they can get out of it. But yeah. uh, you know, remember when Cor? What's Robinson his
1: name? Was, Jordan Addison. Uh, Jordan Addison. Jordan Addison. He ended
5: up. He transferred twice. He ended up at Southern Cal. But uh, did you? Uh, you remember Corn Robinson going 110? Oh, heavens, 80? yes, yeah.
2: on, in St. Yeah. Peter.
5: I said they're happy down in St. Peter that he this guy this guy would make Corn Robinson seem like a Prius driver for a <laughs> minute. Yeah, <say>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, coming down there 140. What a, the Vikings are going to uh, investigate to get more details. He was driving 140 at 3 in the morning. You don't need any more
2: details. Yeah,
1: there's the details are right there.
5: <laughs> yeah, they, they got to investigate. In but,
2: fact, uh, the first story I saw associated with this, Patrick, was someone had said, Man, it's not even training camp yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, he
5: didn't play, you know, in the mini camp. I mean, he, he was injured, and it was. That didn't play in the minicamps or whatever the hell those things were. He had some kind of an undisclosed
1: injury. A lead
5: foot. That's
1: what he had. <laughs> yeah, he has like a lead <laughs> foot. <laughs> he man like well, I'll myself. see you tonight probably. I'll come
5: down. where are uh, we're in section one twenty seven. Yes, one twenty
2: seven. You can't miss us.
5: Okay. Come down and say it? hello to the fellas. Yeah, we're up there on the, above the—they uh, the, bring those Little League kids in, and then you guys
2: are sitting above them. Yeah, and don't be surprised when my two hound you for a hot dog or something like that. You Because know, every time they see you, they think they're getting something.
3: Roycey, they've got them sitting with the windshield lickers.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and if
1: you want to see me, I'd get there by about the fifth inning. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Even with the speed-up rule.
1: That's right.
5: <laughs> okay.
1: All right, all right, thank you. We'll return to this show— in just a moment? That's right. Okay.
2: From high atop the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, we're celebrating 30
1: years of garage logic. Thanks in part to North American Banking Company. Researchers have found a genetic condition which accounts for the extraordinary movement of these uh, Kurdish siblings. And it could provide invaluable information on how humans evolved from a four-legged hominid into a creature walking on two feet. Hmm. Just to think, in the year 2006, there's still some, you know, right. on, the, on the deal, all fours. Two of the daughters and a son have only ever walked on two palms and two feet. But another son and daughter sometimes manage to walk upright. Did they miss the Wait Did they miss the lesson I, I, here?
0: They say it's not a scam.
1: I I saw it. I went and looked at the pictures
0: and everything. I, I see them. What is there a large a school of Turkish humor that I'm missing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I see him with the Dallas Cowboys Tony Dorsett jersey. You know, like an old shirt or something. No. Where they take the shoes up? We got more people coming by with cameras. And they no, got, no, you know,
1: no, 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 no. They got the They got the folk garb on. I saw the deal. The caveman hairdo and... Oh, kind of.
0: <laughs> the bone rolled up and... Yeah, they
1: got this, like a... <laughs> the five can stand upright, but only for a short time with both knees and head flexed. Their remarkable story is told in a television documentary to be screened next week, which shows scientists studying their movement, but also their struggle to fit in with modern society. That would be a... Like driving. It would be a... A detriment, wouldn't it? Yes. You know, you're at the mall and you look down and there's.
0: They bat. You're trying to back out. I didn't even see him.
1: I didn't. (laughs) He's crawling. (laughs) What modern society would? This would be one of the first. uh, You would think rules of thumb. Right. Walk.
0: (laughs) You know. Somebody didn't lean. Hey, hey, you don't have to do all fours anymore. What? What was? What
1: was mom doing? How about? You know. At the age of two, didn't anybody get alarmed that they're crawling still? <laughs> three. I'll give you three. Right, come on. Take it, it to three.
0: Program.
1: Professor Nicholas Humphrey, evolutionary psychologist at the London School of Economics, visited the family twice. He said it's amazing as an example of a strange aberration of human development. But their interest is how they can live in the modern world. I just, all well, I, went, saw all I needed walking, was, yeah. you know, walking right, like bears, exactly. and I thought I needed to. Their mother and father, who are closely related, wh- which means uh, oh. that's kind of a bad okay, deal. Okay, yeah. I don't want that. Are believed to have handed down a unique combination of genes which result in this behavior. Some researchers argue the genetic fault has caused the brothers and sisters to regress to a form of backward evolution. They're going the other way. No, no. Others believe it has led to brain damage, which has allowed them to develop the walk. Rather than walking on their knuckles, like gorillas or chimpanzees, they walk on the palms of their hands with their fingers spread upwards. Upwards? Like this. Okay. Oh, like that. Scientists believe this may be the way Hominids, so it's hominids... It's like the balls
0: of, your, the balls of your, feet, or your feet would be the equivalent to your, you know, the upper portion of talking your Talking
1: about the hand
0: here. Right, but talking I'm Talking about
1: the hand. Yeah. Pay attention to the hand because I ain't listening to you. Yeah. Rather than walking on their knuckles like chimps, they walk on the palms of their hands right. with their fingers spread upwards. Scientists believe this may be the way hominids moved... To protect their fingers from more delicate movements. Like, you know. Food gathering things. Humphrey said he thought the family had reverted to an instinctive form of behavior encoded deep in the brain, but abandoned during evolution. Just yeah. a minute. Just a minute. Go ahead and say it, Tom, but you ought to be ashamed of yourself.
3: Well, come on, Joe. Those would be great hunting companions for Cheney. You know, they kind of low
2: profile. The odds of them getting shot aren't very good.
0: <laughs> Way down. Huh? Huh?
1: No, you're right. Great hunting companions for Cheney. <laughs> hey, get me some of those hominids. <laughs> Where are of course we? it becomes Patrick, right, doesn't Pat. it? Well, he's And then hunter. Cheney's he's arms got shorter. Get me some hominids.
0: <laughs> a alligator arm.
1: Yeah. Why isn't this show on television? Oh, we need a camera Because in here. this is funny. Right,
0: right here. Right here. I- how you doing? Just
1: this deal. How are
0: they? Where are they? <laughs>
3: if I have a million dollars
0: Where was I? Uh, up. The fingers are up. Hominids. Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: and this, uh, this could be a behavior encoded in the brain, but apparently abandoned uh, by virtually everyone except this family. Hmm. Uh, the professor said, I do not think they were destined to be quadrupeds by their genes, but their unique genetic makeup allowed them to be. It has produced an extraordinary window on our past. It is physically possible, which no one would have guessed from the modern human skeleton. Study of their hands has shown they are heavily calloused and have been walking like this for years. Professor Humphrey said, however they arrived at this point, we have adult human beings walking like ancestors several million years ago.
3: Hmm. Man.
1: The five siblings spend most of their time sitting outside the family's basic rural home. However, one brother travels to the local village. (laughs)
5: Travels
0: to the local village
1: I, I, the cartoon bubbles That's are what so. I've got. I, I they're wonder- just. I just can't stop this film from running in my head. <sighs> One brother travels to the local village, where he engages in interactions with people. It gets worse. <laughs>
0: Doing what? No, it says... uh, Selling stocks? What?
1: (laughs) Don't snort. If you snort, I come in there, I'll break your neck. The documentary to be shown on BBC Two on Friday,
0: Mm.
1: March 17th. Is called the family that walks on all
0: fours. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, why, uh, why make it? Well, you're right. I mean, it's not complicated, is it? They cut right to the chase. What are you gonna call this uh, deal here? Well, we got we
1: got an idea for that. We're gonna we have that. We're gonna call it the family that walks on all fours. Oh, okay.
0: Run with it. Go ahead.
1: I need a tissue. But the one brother, you know, he goes into the village. I'm going to run into town. <laughs> okay. And he comes home, and they go, would you... <laughs>
0: Did you grab some skin though? <laughs> oh. You oh. could
1: be. But because, I mean, he's the hero of the family. They,
0: uh, he walks... They
1: rely on him.
0: Well, he could, uh...
1: Maybe when he gets into town. He occasionally stands.
0: What are they doing now in town? They kind of they they probably grill him. What are they doing now? Uh, boy, that's a tough date
1: to the prom though, isn't it? Sheesh. Oh, man. oh that's a sheesh. That's right a- there
0: is the official. Sheesh. Scott? Joe. What? Come on question. Uh huh.
1: <laughs> what is it? Do, do they walk forwards or backwards? <laughs> Rick? Yes. Uh, good afternoon, Mayor. Hello? Uh, I almost want you to put me on hold again. Uh, I think it gets pretty cold in, in uh, Turkey. Uh, I, I'd be willing to bet they go through a lot of business the wintertime. <laughs> oh, my God!
5: <laughs>
1: or do you clip them? <laughs> <sighs> hey, I'd like you to meet Cousin Eddie. How you doing? <laughs> <Trust him>.
4: uh, <laughs> has he
1: got a plate in his head? No, he's just, uh, he's got a backwards evolution <laughs> deal going. hes uh, He thinks he's a hominid in it. A hominid. Oh, uh,
0: should see him at the 4th of July <laughs> Help me. Oh. Oh. he never lost a race. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: The one guy's got the hat on, you know, the round like Shriner's hat. <laughs>
0: Look at him. You don't even need a grocery cart to get <laughs> Just a minute. Okay. Just a minute. Okay.
1: Here they are. Go to Drudge. Got him on Drudge? Go to Drudge. <sighs> see him coming down the street? Wait a minute. You see it? <laughs> of Garage Logic is brought to you by North American Banking Company, a
2: better banking experience. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. To learn more, go to nabanco.com Join us all summer long as we look back at 30 years of GL memories. Finally,
0: thank God today is Friday.
1: There's a magazine called Governing, and obviously it's a trade journal for the third class. And and so they basically, how you doing with your scam? What are they
0: industry? I mean, this is is an
1: online publication or something that's distributed. I got this online, and it's it's the uh, it's the story of the world's first chief. Heat officer, oh boy, in Miami. So they dreamed up that scam wow. for a heat officer, mm-hmm. and then it gets in governing, mm-hmm. and then people around the country go, "Oh, that's cool." They added gov. They added a uh, a heat officer, and like a uh, heat miser. Well, I can tell you her name, uh, Jane. Is it Jane
0: Gilbert? Uh, just a minute. I'm thinking back to the remember the heat miser. Oh, I missed. A yeah, heat-mizer. Jane Gilbert is the is the chief off uh, chief heat
1: officer for Hmm. Miami-Dade County. And she holds that title in the Office of Resilience. Huh. Oh, this is such a scam. They really are brilliant. The position was created by Mayor Daniela Levine-Cava in partnership with the Adrian Arsht Rockefeller Foundation Resilience Center. Kava has also named a separate chief bay officer to help lead the work of preserving Biscayne Bay. Hmm. The, their theater productions are large. Uh, the cast members are v- many. It's just amazing. Uh, she used to be a resilience officer. Sure. Do you, About, so you ascend to the heat officer. And so... So we got a guy in St. Paul's a resilience officer, mm-hmm. Russ Stark. Yeah. Unheard of in the Carter administration. <laughs> His name has never been uttered, nor has the name of any of Carter's people who have job titles that cannot be measured for anything.
0: And when None you have of to go to them are ever mentioned. When you have to go to them, we can't comment. Not no. available.
1: When, well they don't do anything. Uh, no, that's not true. The heat
2: roll has been around for some time. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. But it goes back, I believe, to your guy, Rookie, way, way back. To, I find uh, it very interesting that uh, when the heat got on, you dug yourself a hole.
1: Just to be cooler. So we got the heat officer. We're the
3: dummies here, Such. You know it. This, this should be us. We could be milking the public like this.
1: We could be playing golf right now with a city job. Yep. A heat officer. She tells you when it's hot. The heat is on. she tell she'll give you the warning mm-hmm. and they you know they do it by zip code if it's pretty hot in that zip code and then then in a different zip code it's we're not chasing as hot. down
5: terrorist enemies abroad yep. and within our own borders
1: I hope they' get them yeah, I hope you're chasing them down in Fargo because that guy was up to something and he was just practicing by stopping on his way to mayhem to shoot the cops yeah it's only because they come to us all the way from Fernandina, the village is Florida, from the traveling Lyman's. It was on this day. Joe, today is July 21st. In 1820, Lewis Cass, governor of Michigan, which at the time included Minnesota, present-day Minnesota, reaches reached what he erroneously believed to be the source of the Mississippi River, a lake called... Uh, some Ojibwe name that I can't pronounce. Afterwards, settler colonists began to call it Cass Lake. Hmm. There's also a Cass County in Mm -hmm. Minnesota. Did you know that? Mm -hmm. Carlton, Carver, Cass, Chippewa, Chisago, Clay, Clearwater, Cook, Cottonwood, and Crow Wing are your sea counties. Those are the counties. On this day, also in 1820, Hmm. July 21st, the members of Captain Stephen Kearney's expedition to find a road from Council Bluffs, Iowa, to Fort St. Anthony, later Fort Snelling, arrived at Lake Pepin, having lost their way. Kearney then marched the men north to the fort. Mm. Mm -hmm. On this day in 1856... Right
0: in July, huh? Pardon? Right in the middle of July.
1: James J. Hill arrived in St. Paul to work as a shipping clerk for J.W. Bass & Company. He later, of course, made his fortune as a railroad baron and business tycoon. <laughs> and finally on this day 721 in 1879, Joseph A. A. Bernquist was born in Dayton, Iowa. Between 1915 and 1921, he served as the nineteenth governor of Minnesota and led the Minnesota Commission of Public Safety. So he was basically Cedric the Entertainer's predecessor well, I mean, on a state level. Except
2: right. the fact that he was probably productive.
1: Yeah. He died in Minneapolis on January 12, 1961. Huh. So he had a long life, 82 uh, or years old or something like okay, that. Yeah. And that his name was Joseph A.A. A. Bernquist. There are many governors of the state of Minnesota with whom I am unfamiliar he would be among them. I never Tim heard Walls of this guy. Would be one among them. Walls guys. is one of them. <laughs> why that? Why I? Why to. that fellow? Mm. Say, GLers. We'll see you tonight. Some town you. council. We'll see you tonight at the ballpark. And uh, you know what I'm saying? Take me out to the ball game.
2: First round on Suchi boy. No, that's not. Oh, that that's wasn't not part true. of the deal. That's oh. not true. Oh, okay, there gotcha.
1: is no round on me. Come on, <laughs> you get a round. Take, take me out to the ball game. Yes. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jack. I don't care if
0: I ever get back. Well, I'd want to get out of the episode.
2: There were a couple of GLers, Rook, that seriously were wondering how were their, your sisters were because they were saying that they would stop by to tip. It's the probably McCalsky out sisters. that way
0: up in
3: the outfield. You, you out. know what? I'm generous. If a GLer, you town council of, member, you such a- if you can find me in the ballpark... <gasps> I will buy you
2: a beer all right there wow. you go there you have that it. is
1: so nice of you and Kenny. I hope Ms Lord oh, gets Teresa back Williams. to us maybe next week That'd be the manager of the her. spam Museum Seville Collins de Montenay, Fitz Allen de Williams. Dean and Lord now married to Kenneth Lowell Harvey Oscar Johnson gotcha why do these people have so many names? why does Harve why does Ken Johnson he went to high school as Ken Johnson sure in Barnesville yep why is Are his name Kenneth any? Lowell Harvey Oscar Johnson? I see. You see what? I don't know. You don't know don't a damn
2: thing. <laughs> We're stalling for rookie to get the information that he's trying to obtain. Oh, I see what you're
1: doing. Yeah. Are
0: you serious?
1: Well,
2: congratulations.
0: Can I, can I announce that? Spam people. I can announce you that. Have okay. Breaking news right. on the
1: podcast. Is that Maria? Teresa.
0: Teresa. All right. I'm on the podcast, so I got to go. I'll see you tonight. Bye. What happened? Uh, she said, "Reavers for drinks for free." Council members free? Uh, no, did not say that. Oh. But they can go to Gray Duck, the Gray Duck bar, and look for Teresa. She's a beautiful blonde-haired uh, lady, and uh, give her a good tip. Gray Duck is the bar that she works at. Well, what do you want to announce? That's nothing. Uh, there's only three cabins left. Oh, the trip! For the trip! Wow! So is they, Teresa going? Yes, they're flirting with ordering another
1: ship. Well, they better, or a lot of people will be towed behind in a dinghy.
4: <laughs> in the raft. In the raft. I'll be back with the little boat. The little boat. Hey everybody, it's John here, and I want to tell you how you can eat stress-free this spring with Factors, delicious ready-to-eat meals. You can get their fresh, never-frozen, chef-crafted, dietitian-approved meals ready to eat in just two minutes weekly menu of 35 options like calorie smart keto protein plus or vegan and veggie and they use premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus for the no-fuss meals. Get rid of the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Just heat and serve. My favorite, the jalapeno lime cheddar chicken. Customize your weekly meals to get as much or as little as you need, and you can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Head to factormeals.com slash garagelogic50 and use code garagelogic50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% 20% off your next box. That's code Garagelogic50 at factormeals.com slash logic 50 You get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's from Splash.
0: Another great movie <laughs> reference. When's the last time you saw Splash? I don't know. What a week am. I'm having. Um, God. I can't take it. I bet there's a podcast found on Pod MN about John Candy movies. There's got to be a, a group that does that. So go to Pod MN you're on your smartphone. Right. I'm right. You're right. He's a was a, a, a theatrical genius. You're right. You're right. And, and he's a big guy. You're always right. <laughs> How about YouTube? I bet there's a lot of John Candy on YouTube as well. But I'd like you to subscribe to Garage Logic on YouTube if you would. Candy's
1: gone. He has to get to the ballpark. He's yeah, got a long see you, Candy. Long Kenny drive. Long we'll talk drive. to you
0: we'll try to find where's waldo tonight at target field uh and then of course the big wigs here the town council people they're doing all sorts of events with us garage logicians you can too by signing up at garagelogic.com for the town council you get insider stuff man It's, it's peanuts pennies and a dollar